Today we are talking about what is by far the most underutilized benefit that can help employees. So whenever you have someone who is dealing with life stress, issues around death, divorce, custody, you name it, um, there's a program that's here to help you. Welcome to Work Life Unbalanced. This quick podlet is brought to you by LinkedIn Talent Solutions and Oracle Public Sector from the lovely CPS HR studios. So Regina, when you talk about these underutilized benefits, what are you even talking about? I am talking about the Employee Assistance Program. What is that? Um, you'll probably hear it called EAP in the work in the workplace, and EAP is basically a program that started over like fifty years ago, and it was originally for people who were dealing with substance abuse problems, but it's expanded considerably, and now it covers really anything that you're dealing with. Um, work stress, any changes in your life, financial stress. If you need any type of counseling, it covers not just you, but also your family. So I've been in the workforce for a while. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I've honestly never heard of these programs and ever. That's very common. Um, the way that EAP works is it's kind of layered in with some of your other medical benefits. So it's kind of like usually a rider on another benefit. And so it's kind of like in the shadows sometimes. So you might hear about, you know, your health care, your dental care, your eye care during open enrollment. But EAP is kind of like way off in the corner somewhere, you know, that so it doesn't get, you know, the spotlight as much as some other programs do. But how does that affect, like, give me an example of a benefit that EAP could help me with. Um, say that, you know, you have an issue with your finances. Okay, so everybody's we live in California. Wouldn't everyone? <laughs> yes. And everybody's dying under student loan debt, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so everything, that, and those types of things pile up, especially if let's say you're going through a separation or you have a change in your family status, that type of stress is not just going to be something you leave at the door. So you're going to bring that into the workplace and it's going to pile on to whatever stress you have at work. I so, typically just yell at people. That's what, that's one way, you know, yeah. but what I would probably advise as opposed to yelling at people. It helps me be a better leader. You know, just get it I out of here. I feel that system. if I'm loud and obnoxious, people listen more. Well, I don't think they have a choice at that oh. point, you know, so <laughs> we want to give people choices. And I think with EAP, it allows you to, EAP, to be clear, it's kind of like a pass-through. So say if you do go to EAP and it's like, you know, I'm dealing with this, this, and this, they'll refer you to another professional. So if it's something um, where you need to see a psychologist or a therapist or a family therapist or something like that, they'll give you a referral. Okay, so let's say I'm having issues or stress or whatever it is and you know I'm freaking out and it would behoove me to see a licensed professional but mm -hmm. you know on my on my medical I, is that covered is that going to be yes. I'm in financial stress already <laughs> right. and then I'm thinking about going to see a, a shrink and and all is I'm seeing is the bills my, the, yeah more bills the, the $150 go out of my checking account and I only had $23 in there to begin with. No, so that's not going to work out. It's, it's covered. You don't, it's a part, like I said, it's a part of your other benefits. So you don't have to come out of pocket with anything. It's already included in the benefits that you have. And you mentioned, um, I don't know if it was here in a previous conversation we had that it also extends to family. So Correct. let's say 
I don't know. Let's say my son is acting particularly strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, like more strange than normal. Okay, because okay. you have teenagers, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I'm talking about the, the seven or eight-year-old. Um, okay. And, uh, you know, so I want to get him to talk to somebody because mm-hmm. he's acting differently than the other kids in the household. Mm-hmm. Is that also a benefit that could potentially be covered or no? Yes. Yes. And how much do I have to pay for that? And it's the same thing. It's it's all a part of your benefits that you already have. So EAP is just kind of like a a, a, a rider. Basically. Is, is it one of those things where like you go into the to the counselor and they're like the worst counselor because they take that benefit? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, the your HR basically goes through um, and talks to the to the vendor so that every, so if we get like too many complaints about, you know, a service provider or anything like that, we'll move service providers. But in my experience, I found that the EAP professionals are probably among the best I've had to deal with because they have to see so many different things in a day. Interesting. So um, again, go through, go through the different, I guess, different cases that someone would use this. And, and we mentioned sort of stress, but Mm -hmm. what other, what other examples of, you know, use cases would I would I be brought to EAP or would can consider it? Um, I think it, it's it's anything. Um, you know, a lot of us are dealing with issues that we have with our children, like you mentioned. Some of the other things might be you're taking care of an elderly parent. Um, you're going through foreclosure. You know, you're going through any, any type of thing that you need some assistance with or you need to talk to somebody about. And again, they can either keep you with with that you know mental health professional or refer you to somebody else so it's it's really anything I think a part of the reason why it's underutilized is because it's people think well this isn't a big deal you know or this isn't a big issue but in terms of you know keeping your mental health in check we want you to take advantage of when you think it's a smaller issue before it becomes that bigger issue and you know we talk about mental health a lot as Mm a just a huge problem Mm -hmm. these days in general right? right and um, it, it's surprising that with this type of benefit available mm-hmm. specifically to help mental health, right. when we, let's be honest, we all got issues. Right, right. <laughs> it's always something. It's always something. But, but with this great uh, benefit that, that no one's using it, why do you think that it's an underutilized, um, benefit? Why, why do people, why do I not know about this? Um, I think it's a couple different things. Like I mentioned, um, it's because it's not promoted as much because it does come packaged with a lot of other benefits. And I've often found that during open enrollment, people don't really take the time to walk through the whole, you know, brochure kind of a thing. So it's in there somewhere. But also people are concerned about confidentiality, because the first visit is on work time. So it's like, well, why are you going to see a doctor? You know, so nobody really wants to say, you know, to keep to keep those things confidential, they want to ensure that it doesn't get out. So they don't use the benefit at all. And then just any type of, you know, we, we still have a lot of stigma around mental health issues, even though we we tell people, well, we want you to make sure you're taking care of yourself, taking care of your family, if you're dealing with any type of anxiety or depression. But then we give people a hard time when they do want to seek help. What percentage of today's workforce do you think actually need these types of services? During the course of your career, 100%. Somebody, somebody, you're, you're always going to be dealing with something. Everybody, everybody. And, and what what percent do you think actually use it? It's less than ten. Really? Yeah. As you know, 
as I look at this kind of a benefit, I'm like, wow, this sounds great. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it would certainly be a help in personal relationships and everything else that I have go going on. But I wonder about the risks. Like, mm -hmm. is there blowback on from the organization saying, hey, Jason's over there. He's got issues with his marriage. He's going to counseling mm -hmm. um, using this EAP benefit. And now all of a sudden, you know, in my performance review, uh, while I may have done a great job, maybe mm -hmm. it's tainted with my supervisor because she's going, well... He probably could have done better if uh, he, he didn't have all these issues at home. Um, well, basically, as far as performance reviews are concerned, and that's also a big part of reason, a big part of the reason why I think people don't use it is because they think that'll be, you know, brought up at the wrong time. When it's time for you to get a promotion, when it's your annual review or anything like that. But anything of a medical nature doesn't go in your performance evaluation. And it's really more incumbent on your supervisor to say, hey, you know what? As your supervisor, I've noticed you've been struggling, you know, not getting in your business, you know, or anything like that. But if you are dealing with anything of a personal nature that you don't want to disclose, here's a referral to EAP. How, how would you recommend that an organization... Um implements a better promotional strategy for these EAP programs and and is there a way to kind of educate supervisors and and managers um, to promote these things in a healthy mm -hmm. health like you know with, right. with the with the perspective Without of a dark shadow over it quote unquote performance management right. from the perspective of actually managing performance <laughs> right. yeah um what would you recommend that an organization does? Um, it's really just, you know, a, a part of just being a good leader, you know, to say, okay, I know one of my team members is having a hard time. So rather than beat them over the head, you know, with something and say, and and go kind of the discipline route, you know, or it's like, oh, well, you know, you're late a lot or you're missing a lot of work or something like that. You sit them down, you know, is everything okay? You know, is there anything that I can help you with? And kind of frame it in a way that, I'm here to help you because really, ideally, what we are as HR professionals, managers, supervisors, we're here to make sure that our team members are, you know, performing at their best. So we don't want to frame it in such a way that it's, you know, going to be, you know, there, there's like a stranglehold on it where it's just kind of like, oh, my God, I can't believe you have to go to EAP. But it's like, hey, man, we all we all go through something. So here's a referral to EAP. I want to thank you for listening. This is Work Life Unbalanced. I'm Jason Lichney. And I'm Regina Romeo. And keep your life in balance.